Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life. This is Sister Anuste. And this is Sister Veritas. And we're just thrilled again to be with you. It's always a... (laughs) (laughs) The thrill and delight, it does not diminish. It doesn't. It actually just gets better. It does. I know. Well, and today we're going to talk about let love guide you. Ooh. What does it mean? What does it mean? I love it. Yeah. I want a guide. Yeah. I want a compass of some sort. Yeah. And to be guided. Mm. You know? We all need that. We do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it kind of made me think of, I mean, even as sisters, our experience of being, you know, guided. Guided or not guided. Right. Like, we are guided well spiritually. Yeah. We're very blessed by very good spiritual fathers, mm-hmm. um, our chaplains, we, and we pray for you. Thank you. Yes. Um, but when we open a car, it's a different story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I think most of the world, information. Yeah. Give me more information. You get your phone, you download your 18 apps, you're ready to drive. Or you get your, your watch, which has your altimeter and your compass and your GPS, and, like, you're ready to hike. For Sisters of Life, we get in that car, no cell phone, no GPS, no nothing. Nope. Nothing. Bare bones. Bare bones. And we're driving man-eating Hatton streets. And actually, I have to say, it's made a believer out of me. <laughs> <laughs> My faith has grown. <laughs> God's providence has so much space. It, it really does, actually. Yeah. I mean, I, actually, I remember an experience I had driving with another sister. We were we were given a commission okay. to go get greens. Now, I just want to clarify that we're not talking about, like, money. <laughs> <laughs> what are greens? Right. It was, like, Christmas decor, you know, like, evergreen Check. branches. Yes. Yeah. So, so we were told, get in the car. Go find some evergreens. Go beg, beg, ask for mm-hmm. evergreens from mm-hmm. some the somebody. The leftovers. The leftovers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. To decorate for Christmas, you know. And I remember getting in the car with this sister, and I knew, and she knew. We both knew that, you know, she's just a little directionally challenged. You know? <laughs> it's good to be honest. It's good to be honest, and <laughs> it's just know thyself, you know. But she was um, kind of the one guiding the situation okay. in terms of of uh, where we should go. And it's like, okay, you know, and so it was the experience of, okay, um, turn here. Okay. Okay. Um, turn here. Okay. Where are we going? (laughs) I don't know. But it was amazing. It was like, literally, we were blind. We had no map, (laughs) no address. We didn't even know what we were looking for. And. We just kind of follow. Okay, turn here, turn here. And finally, it was like this, you know, the moment where you think there should be, you know, music? Uh, <laughs> uh, we pull into this place. It's like this evergreen specialty Nuh-uh. Christmas garden store. Okay, that's crazy. And we go there and just ask. And they, like, gave us so many evergreens. Unbelievable. It's amazing. I just, but, you know, it's, yeah. It's I mean, knowing that sister and knowing the reality, it sounds like it was a, profound act of god (laughs) it was it was it was was amazing but the experience actually was that we were guided Hmm. by god's providence um and not by any human 
resource. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is it, this is it. I think right. Life is an adventure. Yeah. Um, you know, whether you're hiking or sailing, um, the seas of life or whatever. Um, what do we lean on? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we look to? Yeah. To help us to find our way. Because also, yeah, there's a lot of um, decisions. There's a lot of confusion at times. So what's there for us? Yeah. Can't wait to dive in. Yeah, I can't How do wait. we let love guide us? Amen. Guide you. Amen. Well, that's, yeah, want to start with a prayer? Let's start with a prayer. You want to start this time? I'm ready. <laughs> then with the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we thank you for being with us, uh, for giving yourself entirely to us in this moment, uh, for loving us always, uh, that that is never a question. Uh, We ask for every grace to welcome your love for us, um, to be vulnerable to the ways you desire, to enter our lives, to share uh, your love with us uh, in the places we need it most, and to let your love guide us in those places uh, we need uh, the light and the grace of your wisdom, your counsel, your love. Uh, Blessed Mother, draw us into the calm, the peace, uh, the clarity of your Immaculate Heart. As we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Grace, pray for us. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Let love guide you. What does it mean? I mean, even to be guided, mm-hmm. you know, what does that look like? What does that look like? You know, it reminds me of a story. Huh. And I love story time. Yes. I think you never get too old for it. Never. Right? It's the best to be read a story. <laughs> well, I would love to read one to you, sister. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's um, and it's a classic. I would say it's one that our community, the Sisters of Life, really cherish and are so grateful to share uh, with others. And it, it's a true story, and it's about an experience that our founder, Cardinal O'Connor, had when he was uh, serving in the uh, U.S. Navy. And he, he served uh, through Vietnam and for many years, actually. And uh, so this is when he was a admiral. And I'm just going to read you what happened to him in his own words. So the sisters like to call this, Listen to My Voice. So, just a little backstory. In 1968, Cardinal O'Connor was still in uniform as an admiral in the Navy, and he was returning from a trip uh, back to Virginia. So, he was traveling in a small plane that only had two seats, one for the pilot and one for him, and he had this experience, and this is how he described it. These are his words. He was a young pilot. He was in front, and I was behind. He was, of course, flying the plane, but all the instruments were in my cockpit as well. We took off towards the evening with no sign of difficulty. We had only a couple of hours to fly, but we had hardly gone more than an hour when suddenly complete blackness fell. Tremendous turbulence began to shake the airplane. The rains began to beat upon us, and then a total fog enveloped us. It was an extraordinarily eerie feeling. 
alone in the sky, unable to see anything, with his fog curling right through the plexiglass into the cockpit. Only the glow of the instrument panel made anything visible at all. And then suddenly, perhaps 50, maybe 75 miles from our destination, the warning light began to flash on the instrument panel that we were running low on fuel. Shortly thereafter, a second warning light flashed that we were virtually out of fuel. I called through the intercom system to the pilot. I said, do you see the instrument panel? He said, yes, but I think we can make it. It came to be shortly obvious that we couldn't make it. He called by radio to Washington National Airport just a little bit closer to ask if they could receive us, but they said no. They were completely banked in by the fog. He called into Dulles. No, nothing could land there because of the fog. He called Baltimore Airport to ask if we could land there. The answer was no. I said to him, you will have to radio the international distress signal so that some airfield will take a chance. Otherwise, we can crash. And not only will both of us be killed, but far worse, we don't know what's below us. We could kill a great number of people. He said, I can't do that. I said, why can't you do that? He said, it would be a black mark on my record because I took off without enough fuel. Colonel O'Connor said, black mark on your record. And much senior to him, I pulled rank and I said, you will call out the international distress signal or there will be far worse than a black mark on your record. And so he did. And this is the part I will never forget. This is what Cardinal Connor says. He says, no sooner did he call the international SOS than a voice came on the radio. SX-395, I hear you. The pilot said, we are out of fuel and we have no place to land. The voice was that of a chief warrant officer in the United States Navy in a place called Biloxi River Naval Command, also close to Washington. And he simply said, follow my voice. And then minute by minute, lower your right wing, lower your left wing, just follow my voice. So calm, so steady. Then he said, don't be afraid. He knew he was dealing with a young pilot. Just follow my voice. Just follow my voice. Suddenly we looked down. We couldn't have been more than a hundred feet off the ground when we saw the first lights. They were the landing lights of the field and we glided in to a perfect landing. I could never forget that voice. The quality of the voice, the kindness of the voice, the experience of the voice, the calmness of the voice. Just follow my voice. That is what the Lord says. Follow me. Follow my voice. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. I will bring you home. Isn't that a beautiful story? It's so powerful, sister. Uh, Just hearing it. It's like, ah, uh, to be so um, received, but, but then like guided i mean Guidance. it's just powerful it's such it brings to life i think yeah uh the way that god loves to mm -hmm. to guide us which is yeah. with love yeah with the kindness the tenderness 
yeah. of a father yeah. with a voice that's personal, yeah. uh, which, with a voice that wants to pierce through and into our darkest moments, yeah. our most distressing moments, yeah. um, that that's precisely where he wants to enter in with this, this oh, the quality of it. It's so, and it's not a harsh guidance. Like often we think of, right. you know, you know, school correction or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not that. It's this deeply personal for you mm-hmm. guidance. Everything is mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you out of love, you know. And it's it's letting ourselves be guided, you know. There's, mm-hmm. I think there's, even in this story I was struck, there's a, a kind of humility to, to be like, I actually, I don't know mm. where to go. I don't know what to do. And to receive help, you know, to let to let yourself mm. uh, be be kind of, yeah, guided, right. carried along. Yeah. Well, I love that, uh, sister, because, and I think it's deeply true. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I sit here in this moment, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've never lived this moment of life before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I desire to be led. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and how can I let myself be guided by this voice, this presence of love? Mm-hmm. Um, it's to, to, like, even in the dynamics of this story, it's one in the present moment, mm-hmm. one moment at a time, mm-hmm. you know, right wing, left wing. Mm-hmm. It's just slowing myself down mm-hmm. so that I might perceive mm-hmm. that lead of love. Yeah. That's there for me. Yeah. Ever, always. Always. Always, always, always. Yeah. And I love keeping that before me. Um, I think it helps so immensely. Mm-hmm. There is never a moment that love is not seeking yeah. to call my name. Yeah. To say, hey, over here, that, that yeah. still small voice. I know Elijah yeah. uh, speaks of this. It's not in the storm. It's not, mm-hmm. it's quieting myself so I can hear mm-hmm. that little voice of love. It's really true. And, and, and hearing that also to know he's guiding us always mm. to a good, mm. actually. He's guiding us. There's a reason. There's a purpose, you know. Um, and that's why someone is guided somewhere because there's an end, which we're, we're looking for and that i mean this is that's love what you know ultimately is our 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 destiny and our our identity and um and like you're saying every moment Mm -hmm. he's wanting us to guide Mm -hmm. wanting to guide us to that love well and it makes me think with just a transforming moment for this pilot so Mm -hmm. here this pilot and i know this is the kind of mindset i can get going on Mm -hmm. He's like, in his mind, he's just thinking about the black mark on his record, mm-hmm. right? He's kind of just talking to himself. It's like mm-hmm. that monologue. You're just talking to yourself yeah. about oh, yeah, I know that. <laughs> life, right? Yeah. I'm just talking to myself. As soon as this ch- changes into a dialogue, mm-hmm. all of a sudden this pilot is speaking mm-hmm. to right, this, this officer, United States Navy. He knows he's talking to a young pilot. Again... The voice of God the Father is Mm -hmm. a beautiful parallel here. Mm -hmm. We turn it into this dialogue, Mm -hmm. and where does that dialogue result in Mm -hmm. but coming home? Yeah. Um, How beautiful, sister. Right? Landing in communion, connection, um, rest, which is ultimately the Father's heart. Yeah. Uh, We can dive into that later, but transforming that monologue Mm -hmm. to the dialogue, Mm -hmm. which actually leads us to... The communion, the home, the rest, yeah, um, the nourishment that we need, wherever we are in the journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's so powerful and important, sister, and and to and to know, like you're saying, it's he always is seeking to guide us. Mm. It's always there. That that still small voice is always there, and it's. I think sometimes we can get 
you know, kind of like you're saying, stuck in ourselves or just, you know, disillusioned or worried about things. And and we kind of lose that sort of supernatural hearing of his promptings, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, Mm -hmm. it's like, how do we how do we kind of tune back into that or recover that that sixth sense, you know, just of his his sweet and um, gentle and kind guiding presence, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a great question. And I, I hear it often, mm-hmm. uh, to be honest. And I think we most successfully tap in when we actually, um, each of us, so all of everyone listening, there is a particular way that God is going to be speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And there is a way that your heart is going to relate mm-hmm. and your love is going to seek mm-hmm. Him that is totally unique. Mm-hmm. And so in a sense, I turn that question, I often will say, gosh, how do you notice God speaking to you? Mm-hmm. I know that's one of the most delightful aspects of, of my own life. One mm-hmm. of my things I enjoy the most is hearing the unique ways. I'm like, gosh, I love the way the Lord loves you. Yeah. I love the way he talks to you um, because it's so unique. It's so unique. And it's all these like little love, like this is a love language between you and God. Yes. You know, and like all these little instances. And I mean, we can each have many kind of mm-hmm. ways that we can hear him, but like, but I mean, tangible, like an example is I remember getting on a plane and I'm from Canada. I think I might have mentioned that. But I I love this drink called Clamato juice. Oh, <laughs> if you haven't had it. be my purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> One man's treasure. <laughs> but it's like, it's for those who have drinking it, it's clam tomato juice. So there's clam juice and tomato juice, and it's so delicious. It's a refined taste. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But I remember getting on a plane, and I must I think obviously it was a Canadian airline, and realizing they served Clamato juice with Worcestershire sauce and salt and pepper, which is the way it's supposed to you be served. You are kidding. It's so delicious. And it was like this experience of, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> God loves me. It was, I mean, this is a, you know, rather dramatic example, maybe not dramatic, but a little, but it's like, he loves me so much through Clamato. And, you know, if he, if they had given it to you, it wouldn't have been received in the same way. Amen. In fact, it might've caused you to be ill. I'm distressed even. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how beautiful. But it's just an example, just an intangible way that he, he spoke to me, you know, I'm sure you have many yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even I remember, um, Gosh, well, it is. It's it's powerful, actually. I remember um, we were kind of selling my childhood home, and I knew it was going to be the last time, probably. You know, I could go back potentially, but it, the last time that I would be there. And uh, the Lord, it was unbelievable. I had one day. It was the most gorgeous weather, like perfect ten. Uh, I went for a little uh, um, trip out on the lake. And two eagles, I'm not even kidding you, wow. um, started soaring overhead. And, I, and eagles have always been this sign of God for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, everything from the weather to then I, I accidentally drained the battery on my car. But then I had to run over to the strange neighbors. But, but even that, feeling the love of my community that I had grown up in. And it was just um, amazing, amazing. Uh, one of the most perfect days ever. Mm. Isn't it amazing? It's and, and you have to learn to look for it, though. Right, right. Listen for it. Yeah. 
And it's like, that's an example of like tangible, you know, ways it's like experiencing hearing him. And then there's like the less tangible ones too that are like that little kind of noting or that little kind of like prompting of in their heart, like, huh. Yes. You know, just go over here and talk to this person or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like, but I'm sure, I mean, we've had those too. Well, I think as we move inside, yes, exteriorly, the Lord loves to love us. And then interiorly, in a sense, I love thinking about for all of our exterior senses, we also have interior spiritual senses, right? Mm -hmm. So we can hear the voice of the Lord speak to our hearts. Some people have that experience, and that's kind of the way that they hear the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, others, it's images. Mm-hmm. Will kind of They can see um, the things that the Lord may present. And I'm not talking about, like, visions. This is actually normative in the sense of our interior world. Mm-hmm. We can perceive mm-hmm. um, the Lord's voice. Mm-hmm. We can perceive um, images or things he might be presenting. Um, you know, taste, you know, tasting the sweetness of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You can, in your heart, mm-hmm. the sweetness of the Lord, mm-hmm. that, that that is actually something real. Mm. Um, and to be attentive to that. Mm-hmm. How is the Lord speaking to you? Is it, when it comes to prayer, is it uh, Lexio Divina? You know, is that word of God that is alive, that wants to plow our hearts, that mm-hmm. uh, can cut right through, or praying the rosary with Our Lady and mm-hmm. allowing um, her presence mm-hmm. to to bring to life God's love mm-hmm. in a way that um, is motherly mm-hmm. and tender and um, it's it's expansive mm-hmm. and it's I th- for each person it's like learning to learn that mm-hmm. love language yeah between you and God yeah which yeah. is so personal it's so personal that's what I love too like it's and it's like the timing so it's like everything from like yeah, praying with scripture to a prompting of the Holy Spirit to like seeing this bird on a branch and it's like, oh my gosh, God sign. loves me. To hearing like a Mozart's, you know, Mozart symphony. It's like, ev- like he, everything is like, yes. if we kind of open ourselves, it's like, oh my gosh, he's speaking to me. Yes. And, and it's amazing because it's actually in that love, those little like touches of love, mm. that's how he guides us. Mm. It's amazing. Amen. Well, and then it's it's very human. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like we have to wait for the lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. It's that it's it's very Ignatian. Mm-hmm. So Saint Ignatius was was in a sense a spiritual genius, mm-hmm. and the Lord really gave him eyes and a heart to perceive and receive a spirituality that yes, you can see God in all things. Mm-hmm. To to lean in to see a God in all things. And I think when you begin to awaken to that mm-hmm. and pray for the grace to notice, it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite graces to pray for, actually, really? is, Lord, help me to notice your love today. Because I think humans, I know for certainly, um, maybe I'm the only one, but it can be, it can be easy <laughs> to just notice what's wrong, just yeah. to notice what's um, going wrong, what's, um, you know. Yeah. But if I, uh, in seeking to notice... God, how are you active in this moment? Where are you mm-hmm. in this moment? Mm-hmm. I love that, sister. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's key, noticing. And actually in the noticing um, and experiencing of, of that personal love. That's the other thing. It's like God's love is not, um, it's, has not it is not, has never been and never will be um, general. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or impartial, mm-hmm. actually. It's mm-hmm. deeply personal. He loves you, like the you, you. And everything in your life and like all his little kind of like touches of love, they are for you, actually. Nice. Um, and it's not impartial. And I think noticing that actually, and, and kind of like you're saying, gaining that awareness and that vision actually um, puts us in a posture of letting ourselves be guided by that love. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, um, a rigid thing or a strict thing. It's actually like um, almost like letting, you know, tubing down a river, <laughs> yes. you know, like getting in, in the inner tube. And it's like lazy letting, river ride let it, and, like, and like being in God and letting him guide you in that. And letting him carry you in that, um, and that, I feel like that's a, I mean, just a great image for that. Um, oh, yeah. Well, and when I think about floating down the river in an inner tube, it puts me at ease immediately. Is <laughs> it <So> nice? <laughs> I mean, I, it's a place of calm and rest. Yeah. And security. Yeah. Even though I'm, in, yeah. Yeah. And then I'm going somewhere, and I'm being carried, and I don't have to figure it out. Mm. I'm I'm letting myself be guided in this, you know, and and. And I think it was, I was struck by what you're saying about Ignatian uh, spirituality, but knowing the difference between the voice of God and the way he touches my heart, works with my heart, you know, speaks to me, and the difference with the enemy, you know, the, the evil one, which is a very different experience, you know. Um, and it's, yeah. Well, and that's good to, to name, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, the enemy, anything that smacks of accusation, blame, discouragement, um, you know, the doom and gloom, um, judgment even, um, that judgment that puts your face in the ground. Yeah. That is not of the Lord. No. That, and only Jesus gets to judge, Mm -hmm. um, versus the voice of the Lord, which even when he corrects, Mm -hmm. he will, he'll, in a sense, wound your heart with hope Mm -hmm. and you'll actually, it's like it's like the delight and the the gratitude that flows forth from being corrected by a loving father. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a voice of hope. Mm-hmm. It's it's a voice of gentleness, mm-hmm. kindness, mm-hmm. encouragement, mm-hmm. light. P- anything that moves your heart in peace mm-hmm. and in freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's the voice of the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's an important point, too, is freedom. Because mm-hmm. I remember a priest in a homily once saying, he said, um, kind of in a general sense, but he said, the devil always uh, speaks in shoulds, uh. you know, or absolutes. You know, so it's kind of sometimes we can feel like a quote-unquote prompting to do something, but like, you should do this or else. Hmm. You should do this or, you know, or else everything will be ruined. <laughs> you know, but it's like we can kind of sometimes experience that. And actually, God doesn't talk like that. Mm-mm. There's a difference. God always, it's an invitation. It's a proposal. He never imposes, mm-hmm. he proposes. There's always an invitation and an appeal to our freedom. There's always a room for our, our free will. Mm. And actually, and we talked about it in a previous episode, but um, f- there's room in God's plan for failure, yes. actually. And, um, and we, can, we can taste the difference of that invitation of freedom and um, love and personal attention and kind of like so I think there's a difference between you know tasting that freedom that invitation of freedom which reverences our our free will our humanity actually that's an important point it reverences our humanity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also um, reverences our, our yeah like we can 
we really do have free will, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's always hope. Whereas the voice of the enemy, there's oh, kind of a, can be a sense of compulsion. Mm-hmm. Um, there also can be um, an irreverence or a disregard for our humanity, mm-hmm. you know, because the devil hates humanity. Mm. He, he hates our humanity um, because it reminds him of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Well, and it's, I, sister, I think it's so important what you yeah. say. In a sense, learning to notice the difference within my heart, mm-hmm. within my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, what are those, in, in every department of my life, mm-hmm. what are those emotional patterns that, you know, sometimes they steer me um, t- towards the doom and gloom mm-hmm. and allowing the Lord to catch and lift that, mm-hmm. orient it towards truth, thought patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, being very watchful mm-hmm. over our thought patterns, um, our will, yeah, because our will follows what perceives it perceives to be good, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, what's but are my goods labeled correctly? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I have my own labeling system, but well, am I willing to let the Lord in and mm-hmm. and name? Mm-hmm. Gosh, what are the goods I should be? Um, steering towards Mm -hmm. um and then yeah i love that i love the reality of a god there's no dead ends no when we're rolling with jesus christ so in a sense failure well what's that the only failure is is failing to receive the love of god Mm -hmm. into my life Mm -hmm. in any particular moment Mm -hmm. um failure is is gosh shutting the door to a god who jesus what do you want Mm. He wants you. Mm-hmm. He wants me as I am. Mm-hmm. And gathering that up in his love and mm-hmm. transforming it. Um, there is no problem. The things we think are problems, eh. we should ask Jesus and ask if he thinks it's a problem. Yeah. Because in, in the face of his love, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's got nothing. Yeah. Um, it's it. It only stands to be consumed, transformed, mm-hmm. and and made to radiate with new life and love mm-hmm. in and through mm-hmm. the life of Christ. Mm-hmm. So it is um, to be guided. Yeah, that we're free. We need guidance, mm-hmm. um, and we want it mm-hmm. because why? Because ultimately, who are we? God's children. Yeah, beloved sons and daughters of the Father. Beloved sons and daughters. Yeah, and. And since that's our identity, and to live forth from that, mm-hmm. which means we're living forth from the love of our Father. Yeah. Which is always and forever. Yeah. And learning to receive, acknowledge that reality, mm-hmm. notice it, mm-hmm. um, daring to believe in that more than mm-hmm. the doom and the gloom, the mm-hmm. condemnation, mm-hmm. any definition that anyone wants to put on us. Yeah. Other than the fact that I am a loved, I'm a sinner, but I'm a loved sinner. Yeah. Yeah, I make mistakes, but I'm I'm loved. Yeah, yeah, and to yeah, I love that sister, and to let him guide us in that, and it's like and it's amazing too because he'll guide us actually, um, not just in that, but it's like that radiating, mm. you know, because he guides us actually to, to, to be that love for those we encounter, you Amen. know, to be transformed into that love, and it's like that, um, transforma- transformation into a posture of self gift, mm. actually, and that's what he's always guiding us to, to to first receive him, this gift of him, and to, to give ourselves away in gift, believing that we are. Wow. Believing that we are. What an awesome dare. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Well, sister, before we go. Yeah. What do you think? Wow. Well, I would 
just say, um, maybe just ask the Lord, Lord, how do you speak to my heart? Like, Lord, help me even to understand or to know how you speak to my heart, to be able to name it. There's a power in being able to name something. Hmm. I think that's a, yeah, just and to articulate it. Love it, sister. Yeah. It's fun to let God reveal yeah. his language of love. Mm-hmm. When I, th- I think in letting love guide you, this is what I would, a little challenge. Just to name the three things that guide your decisions the most. Mm. Wow, good challenge. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, is it, well, I'll let you name that. What guides you? Mm-hmm. What guides you? Whose voice guides you? Mm-hmm. And in naming those three things, simply asking yourself, um, first of all, you know, is there room for the Lord? And then, and then to just ponder the reality that, you know, God is, is love. He is wisdom. He is for you. He is about you mm-hmm. and your happiness and your joy more than anything, mm-hmm. even more than yourself. And in a sense, um, how can I give more space to that? Just one way, perhaps, mm-hmm. or one or two ways throughout your day mm-hmm. that you can pause and just give that an invitation, a welcome. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, God, come on in to this place that, you know, maybe you turn to other things, but just give them a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, sister. That's awesome. That's well, awesome. my goodness, it's a gift to be with you, sister. It's a gift to be with you, sister. Well, you want to close this up in a prayer? I would love to. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Jesus. We thank you and praise you so much for this time, for this conversation. We praise you for all the ways that you guide us uh, in your love. Lord, you've, you've never ceased guiding us to your heart. We ask you, Lord, to open our eyes to your presence, to your personal, particular love for each of us. Lord, we pray for that grace um, and also just the, the trust to let ourselves be guided by you, especially when uh, times are difficult, Lord, knowing that you are always about a good uh, for us personally. We entrust our families, our friends, all, all those uh, in our lives who have asked for prayer, um, all our intentions to you, and we pray and give you glory as we pray. Glory be to the Father, to the, the Son, and, and to, to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and never shall be. be world without end. Amen. Our Lady of Victory, pray Pray for for us, us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless all of you, praying for you, and may you know the joy of Jesus deep in your heart. Amen. See you next time. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.